Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by Audible and is also available on YouTube. If you want to find it, search YouTube for Writing Excuses and the season and episode number, or you can visit our website and look for the link in the liner notes. This is Writing Excuses, Season 5, Episode 23, Life Day! <laughs> it's 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And it was a horrible, horrible thing. <laughs> We're going to do it was an awful, an awful, awful thing. We are going to talk about holidays in fantasy and science fiction. So this is really a world-building cast. Yeah, this, this was a request we had from a listener to talk about uh, holidays in fantasy. When you're world building a new culture, how do you do holidays without making, without falling into the life day from the Star Wars Hollywood special? You know, this kind of ridiculous thing. Before we go any further, okay. yes, we're here at Writing Superstars yes, again. Yes, we are. We've got Mary Robinette Kowal with us, uh, Campbell Award winner from 2008, and just all-around awesome puppeteer and writer and whatever. And David Farland, <laughs> David Wolverton, you go by both, uh, who taught Dan everything Dan knows about writing and has also mm -hmm. taught thousands and thousands of other people that same stuff. And, of course, you've written what? 50. 75 novels? Bazillion no, things. No. Only 50. And uh, Brandon, of course, is not with us today because he is on a panel in another room right now. Sucker, we're on tape and you're not. We're talking about the Star Wars Hollywood special. <laughs> so, Mary. Yes. Holidays in science fiction and fantasy. Well, it's really about building a balanced mythos. Like, how do you build a balanced mythos? And, and one of the things that I think you have to start with is actually uh, the environment of your world. Because most of the holidays are based on, uh, if, if you look across cultures, mm -hmm. there's, there's always going to be a holiday right around harvest. There's yeah. always going to be a holiday right around the solstices. And so you start looking at what those are. Like I did a, um, I did a short story that was set on a ringed planet. And so there was a top day and bottom day, which was when the sun went into the ring and came out of the ring. And oh, those cool. were because, because the weather changed. You yeah. know, it was a big, easy to, to spot milestone. So I think one of the things you should do is, is look at your environment first. Yes, absolutely. Planting days, too, are the other Planting one. days, yeah. It's mm -hmm. not on there. But then we also have commemorative days, mm -hmm. where you commemorate uh, something that happened in history or perhaps your own personal history. You know, in our, in our culture, we have birthdays. But, you know, in many cultures, children are not important, you know, until you've lived a while. So maybe yeah. your naming day, the mm -hmm. day which you become an adult. Abraham Lincoln's uh, puberty day. That's right. <laughs> um, there yeah. goes our clean rating. <laughs> every year. Yes. Um, but, but other good ones, uh, you know, uh, the day that you become a warrior, you know, your yeah. first kill, yeah. uh, whether it be human or otherwise. Blooding you know. day. Blooding days. Blooding yes. day. Those are, those are great days. Yeah. Uh, days that celebrate death. 
um, are something that a lot of authors, I, I see a lot of fantasy authors who come in with lots of good, you know, birthdays and Christmases, but they have no Halloween where you actually, you know, go up and dig up your dead and, you know, talk to them to remember mm -hmm. them, you know, or something like that, you know. So mm -hmm. those are fun days to come Bone up with. Puppet day. Bone Puppet yes. Day. <laughs> actually, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I, like, I could actually Can I use that, that one? Well, I think we have a good writing problem. Well, we've got a writing problem. <laughs> yes. Well, and then there's also the other type of commemorative day, which is days in history, like, you know, July 4th. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and, and that's actually a great way to add a lot of depth to the history of your world without actually having to to sit down and, and you know do a lot of backstory for people. That's right. This is the day that King Arthur brought the sword out of the lake and be you know and was crowned. You know, yeah. that's a that's a great lake ways, day. Great mm -hmm. ways to create a history. Yeah. Absolutely. Watery tart day. <laughs> Watery tart day. Watery tart. And then you throw swords at people. Exactly. So how do you keep then from from how do you make those holidays matter? How do you lend them the right weight for an audience that does not come from that culture? I mean, our obvious counterexample is Life Day from the Star Wars Hollywood special, which really felt hollow and silly. Yes. Um, how do you avoid from making your holidays holly, hollow and silly? It's space Christmas. <sighs> well, there is that aspect of it. Um, one thing that I find is uh, to have a wide range of character reactions to it, just like, you know, with taking Christmas as an example. Um, I love it so much. My yeah. family, you know, we've got, we've got the talent show and people sing Christmas carols. My husband, not as a fan. Yeah. You know? so, so if you have someone who's sitting there saying, bah, humbug, you know, then mm -hmm. they, they, they counteract that, uh, yes. that excitement that comes from, you know, her childish, silly glee. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, because of that, it makes the culture seem richer. If you have everyone reacting to the holiday exactly the same, you're going to have a monodimensional culture and, yes. and hence a monodimensional holiday. Yeah. Uh, the I, other thing that I think can help, um, and I'm drawing on uh, uh, American history, uh, 20th century, uh, July 4th, um, middle of the 20th century was often referred to as the bloody fourth mm -hmm. because fireworks were an uncontrolled substance and people were in hospitals all the time on July 5th missing hands. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I, I, the, the fatalities, the injuries sustained celebrating that holiday were widespread. If you take a fantasy holiday or a science fictional holiday and part of the story is, well, it's now illegal for us to all get drunk and to have a light flyer race. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then you do it anyway. And then yeah. you do it anyway. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, suddenly exactly. it seems more real to us. Yeah. Now, I, uh, a great real-world example of, of uh, crossing, you know, of, of having different reactions to a holiday. I used to live in Mexico, right on the northern border, where in Mexico, uh, the end of October is uh, All Hallows' Eve. It's Dia de los Muertos, which is when yeah. you, you celebrate your ancestor. And it's a very Catholic, very religious holiday. But they're right on the border of America where we have Halloween, which is an incredibly commercial monsters and blood kind of holiday. Mm -hmm. And the clash between those mm. made Halloween unbelievably interesting every year. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you'd walk down a street and half the houses would be decorated with you know, witches and ghouls, and the other half would have these very classic Mexican calaveras. And, uh, 
you know, if you'd go trick-or-treating to the wrong house, you'd get yelled at. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just very interesting reaction because of the way the cultures celebrated the same thing differently. You mm -hmm. kids, put that body back in the ground. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that that's actually um, brings up another thing, which is, you know, anytime that you have a culture, there's going to be another outside culture as well. Yes. There will be minority cultures within any larger culture, particularly if you have something set in a large city. If it's in a small town, it's much more likely to be a, a monoculture. Monolithic but not, in nature, yeah. yeah but yeah. not always. Um, but if you're in a big city, there are going to be other cultures coming in. And one of the things that you can also look at is how your holiday evolves over time. So there's the original holiday. Like, how did we get from child in manger to Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. The other thing that you can do is, is think about your character's personal holidays. Yes. And by that, I use of remembrance. You know, like my, my father died on January 2nd. And so a couple of weeks ago on January 2nd, um, you know, I was, oh, God. You know, it's 25 yeah. years, but it, it always mm -hmm. reminds me. And so um, it, it's not necessarily a holiday, but it's just a day of remembrance, something that comes up. And that's another way to give your characters a richer history. Yeah. Well, and on, the, on that note, my grandfather died on Thanksgiving several years ago. Mm -hmm. And so Thanksgiving has actually become almost more a memory of mm -hmm. him and we kind of eat his favorite foods rather than eating turkey, you know? Yeah. I'm so, so glad that sentence ended the way it did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique, which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Why don't we take a break now no, and talk about our break. book of the week, um, which we are going to have from you. Uh, that's Metropolis Cascadia. Metatropolis. Metatropolis. Well, you'd think I would know the answer to that. Um, that's why they didn't let you read it. That's, that's exactly right. Um, this was an audible anthology, and it's 
It is only available in audio, and we recorded it, or we created it for Audible. Uh, it's got Jay Lake, Ken Scholes, Elizabeth Baer, Carl Schroeder, Tobias Bakel, and is narrated by an all Star Trek cast. And, and you, you didn't mention yourself. Oh, yes, and I'm I, sorry, I wrote a story in there as well. The all Star cast for this is ridiculous. It's like a best of Star Trek, yeah. essentially. Kate Mulgrew read my story. Will Wheaton is in there. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of exciting. Mm hmm. And okay. they do a really good job. And you can get that uh, by going out to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. You've got the opportunity to kick off a 14-day free trial, uh, support the God podcast, and obviously support the, the Star Trek folk <laughs> and the awesome <laughs> authors who uh, read and wrote Metatropolis Cascadia. I, I think we should also point out that... Uh, Metatropolis Cascadia is uh, eligible for a Hugo in the long ah, form. for best long form. Best long that form. is correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you for plugging Dramatic that. Dramatic presentation, is that what the category Dramatic is presentation. Okay. Yes, yeah, the first anthology in the series won, uh, not won, it was nominated, nominated for, for the Hugo. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And it was, again, best long form yeah. for Metatropolis. Excellent. Back to holidays. We've got about five minutes left. Um, Let's let's talk about some uh, about about all the ways we can do this wrong. Yes, there's okay. so many. Now, now, uh, one one thing that we like to talk about on the podcast is uh, taking something, you know, presenting something without explanation in your fantasy world can often make it seem richer. And uh, one of the things that I actually thought was kind of cool at the end of the Phantom Menace, you know, there weren't mm -hmm. very many cool things, but they're celebrating in that culture, and you see them, they have their big parade, yay, we won, and they give this giant glowing ball to the, the whoever they were, the Gungans. And you have no idea what the giant glowing ball is, and I've mm -hmm. seen so many you know, things online making fun of it. I just thought it was kind of cool it's because... It's a shopping bag with it, goldfish in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it's obviously something that, that is significant in their culture. So I guess my question is, how much do you need to explain and how much do you leave unexplained when you're dealing with these celebrations in another culture? So many times, um, I, feel, I feel like authors just go on and on and just kill it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, they explain what the glowing ball is and where it came from and its 400 year history and you know and this kind of thing and and sometimes it's just a pass-off I think though that very often um, you know let's say you've got a, a hero who's tied to uh, the worship of a Norse god mm -hmm. okay and we have a significant day you know we're going to be celebrating that god's day uh, Thor's day um, you know what does he do to honor his god you know uh, we might want to get into that relationship particularly if it pay, plays any um, any role in the plotting yes. and, and so uh, you know but then there are other days that should just blow by you you know I mean um, if I'm single and Halloween were coming past, you know, I probably wouldn't think twice about it in most cases. Um, and so, I don't. But there can be a character. There can be a character development moment yes. where your character's like, "Oh crap! I was supposed to go to the grocery store and pick up some candy, That's and right. now the dang kids are going to come to my door and not get anything." Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to turn out the lights and wash the egg off in the morning. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so there are all different kinds of ways to handle it. I think that the the, the thing you want to do is make sure that you handle it differently for each holiday or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, just say, mm -hmm. okay, this is going to blow by. This one's going to be really important, okay? Mm -hmm. And and we can handle it that way. Um, and and the thing to, to not do 
actually when you're creating the holiday is to uh, to just take a holiday from our world if yes. you're doing a secondary world and mm-hmm. just file the serial numbers I've, off. I've seen Christmas done so many different ways. Life but, day. Know, <laughs> life day, yeah. yes. Uh, you know, I don't want to have any elves climbing down the chimneys and delivering, you know, toys to okay. children. Okay, well, well then what do you do to make your holidays unique to make sure that they don't feel like, you know, pre-existing... I think that it's fun. Well, this is the fun part of creating the holidays, is Mm -hmm. to sit down and say, okay, we've got a day of planting. How are we going to celebrate Mm -hmm. that? And let's do it in a way that no one has ever done before and Mm -hmm. come up with something cool, you know? Yeah. That's really all it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, what is, what things do I want to be important in this culture? You know, if... uh, if this is a culture where the planting season comes around twice a year, then first planting is going to have a diff- different significance than second planting. Mm-hmm. You know, and trying to, but but you would also have the recognition that second planting is coming. If you've yeah. got an alien culture where the planting needs to be done, um, you know, you need to plant things in the bodies of the dead in yes. order to get mm-hmm. certain things to happen, then you can mix planting day and bone puppet day. There you go. And, <laughs> and off you go. Now, I, yeah. I think it's also, you know, we talked earlier about how holidays can change drastically over time, and I think it can be fun to play with the really bad ones. You know, Guy Fawkes yeah. Day tried to blow something yes. up. Yeah. We celebrate that today with fireworks, yeah. which is really kind of tasteless. But well, history has smoothed it out yeah. and made it okay. Now, we, we, we need to break, so we are going to have a writing prompt, and we are going to throw that at Dave. Yes. Close us out here. And your writing prompt for today is uh, to make up a holiday that nobody else has come up with before, something you've never seen that's not based upon a holiday that, uh, that you celebrate, I guess is the way to say it. Okay, that sounds good, and it can be Bone Puppet Day. If and you bone want. Puppet Day is really good. <laughs> if you're going to use Bone Puppet Day, mix it with something else. There has yeah. to be something interesting happening change, with these Bone change Puppets. Change the name, otherwise we're going to have Bone Puppets everywhere. All right. <laughs> you're out of excuses, folks. Now go right. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.